Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. Great to be with you on a very hot day. I hope that you remain cool today as, uh, as the weather hits well over 100 degrees. This is uh, Political Coffee is the name of the show, so... It's dedicated to the premise, the whole idea, that you can change your world. And you do that by having those persuasive conversations with people in your world, whatever world that is, that are persuadable. Not trying to... um, Thank you, Amanda. I'm not encouraging you in any way to try to argue or debate the crazy left. But you know people in your world that are absolutely persuadable. Those are the people that this show is meant to be targeted to. Yes, I'm going to use that word, targeted. These are the people that I want you to absolutely be willing to talk to. And be able to have meaningful conversations with that in fact bring people, well help them come to the conclusions that they need to change their world. They need to change how they vote, whom they support with their dollars, whom they talk on social media about when it comes to politics at every level. School board, city council, and we've just seen this play out, right, here in Salem as, by the way, congratulations to Oregon Business Industry, Marion Polk first, for getting qualified the opportunity for you who live in city, the city of Salem to actually be able to vote to repeal the new income tax. Congrats to them. They turned in far more than necessary, the, the number of signatures. Now, what you have to understand is that what they had about an 80% success rate, and that's still pretty good. That means that all of you, and I want to thank those of you in this audience, and there's a bunch of you, who have worked diligently on this issue. Getting out there, talking to your friends and neighbors, thank you so much. I, I can't even begin. Thank you to those of you who showed, showed up regularly at the political coffee clatch during this particular uh, signature gathering phase. Thank you. Now, what do we do next? Well, now we move in because this is not going to be voted on until November. November is going to come and go really quickly. This is why at the next political coffee clatch, I'm going to uh, present a little class. Because I asked this at the last one where I was at just this last Tuesday night. I'm going to present a little class on how you dive into the the Salem City budget. And you find waste and abuse, and you find the shell game that has 
all of this, um, how they, how the bureaucracy moves money around. And I may even have a guest presenter, uh, Matt Wyatt out of Lynn County. He's a guy I know, very conservative activist. His profession was in government accounting. So he knows where to look for this stuff. How do they move money around if they have done it? I don't know. But if history is anything, they certainly did it in Kaiser when they were trying to pass a, a massive tax increase on 911 phones there. They literally, and I caught them at it, they literally moved money out of certain budgets in Kaiser. Moved it around to make it look like they were underfunded. And they were using that as the excuse. We caught them at it. My guess is this is probably the same thing happening here, especially since the leftists are in control of the Salem city government. So we're going to engage in this, and this is so important. Now, why is this important? It's important to the campaign phase, but even more, th th there's a greater opportunity even above that. You know what it is? Again, it's the opportunity to begin to get people moving and thinking differently. So that when the next election comes up in Salem, they don't vote for the leftists that control it. They don't vote for the mayor and, these, and the city council members who maybe even some of them inadvertently don't know how their own bureaucracy is lying to them. And yes, that happens, folks. I watched it happen in the legislature. And it is so sad that you have the bureaucracy, the professionals, quote unquote, who will literally lie, and I mean literal lies. I saw it and helped expose it in the time that I served in the Oregon House of Representatives. Well, it happens, folks. Or the lies of omission, omission, where they simply don't tell you other pieces of the story or the puzzle that gives you as a legislator or a city council member the real picture so that you can make the right decision. Those are lies of omission. This is why this is important. This is why we're going to do this little class, because some of you, I asked this at the Tuesday night at the political coffee class. We had a couple of people that are very interested. We're going to put on a little class and maybe Matt Wyatt. We've got to confirm it with him that he'll come and join us and add into that his experience. I want you all, those of you who have time, some of you don't. But those of you who uh, come to the political coffee clutch, you're retired, you have time, you can get on a computer, you can learn how to do this. It's a life skill. <laughs> now, I say that sort of jokingly because once you know how to look for how government obscures the truth so that they can legally extract more money from your wallet, once you learn that skill, you can employ it anywhere. 
can employ it in the school districts. You can employ it in the state of Oregon. All you got to do is know the methodology. And that's what we're going to talk about. And it's important because then you, I mean, we, you can tell people in your orbit, in your world about it. Again, that's the whole point of doing this show is that you can ask those questions. Like, so how are you going to vote on the new Salem income tax? You know, and if this person who's persuadable that maybe you're talking to, if they're, you know, if they haven't made up their mind, that's your opportunity to help them make up their mind by citing an example of waste. Maybe they're buying into the safe Salem income tax, this whole marketing campaign that they're trying to do. Well, if we can find proof that it is all, all their claims, and they always use the emotional claim, right, about not having enough cops, not having enough firefighters, we need to ask and expose how they're spending the money right now, today. The money that they have today. Not so much on cops and firefighters, but on homelessness. And where's all this money going to go? On parks. All the money that they're saying this new tax is going to go to. How are they spending it today? Because they are spending it, folks. I mean, they're threatening to shut things down, right? We need to expose that. And then that allows you to use it in your conversations. So it's got to happen, folks. Now, there's other things going on out there. By the way, we are going to play, if you have not learned about this viral protest song by Oliver Anthony, who's a guy who lives in Virginia, a recovered, recovering drug and and alcohol uh, guy, addict. He lives off the grid in the woods. In his backyard, he recorded his first ever song in front of a microphone. Within six days, he scored six million views and highlights on national news. Went viral all across the world, folks. And you can watch it. We're going to have it. But we're also going to decode the lyrics. This is becoming a cultural thing. It skyrocketed to number one on iTunes. Rolling Stone came out and smeared it by trying to marginalize as some kind of a MAGA anthem. Well, Sunday he shows up. Um in this, in Barco, North Carolina, did a free little concert Sunday afternoon. He had been there before in June, just June, had about 20 people there. He quoted from the Bible. You know how many people were there? Thousands and thousands of people came. In fact, another country music star, Jamie Johnson, came and made a surprise visit and performed his 2008 hit in color with Oliver Anthony. 
Now, there's an Oregon piece of this. You wouldn't think so, but it is. The lament, so much of the lament of this song, and and we're going to play just a little bit of it, is so, so prescient to what's going on in America, but also right here in Oregon. We're going to get into that and talk a little bit about it. There's some other things going on, too, including, do you think that the Maui wildfire was from, from a directed energy weapon? Huh? From space, folks. The Chinese are bragging about how they have directed energy weapons now. These are lasers, okay, that can fire continuously without overheating. This has been one of the problems. They say they've developed a particular cooling system that allows it to fire continuously. Now, it's one thing to fire it from a ship or from the ground another thing to do it from space for a whole host of reasons but there are people out there on the internet that are claiming that there this was a directed energy attack in maui believe that i have my own take on that based on some inside knowledge and i won't share much about that but i'll tell you a little bit about it when we come back on go away Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. It is 22 minutes past the top of the hour. Great to have you with us on Political Coffee. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff. 1220.am or Jeff at kslm.news. Like the one I got from Jim, it's about the investigation in Georgia to the supposed Trump supporters that hacked into or apparently did a county's um, coffee counties, their database. Now, why would you do, folks, Trump won it by almost 70% of the vote. Why would you do that? Jim writes, wouldn't it be nice if the whole mess with Biden and Trump was decided by a ceasefire? Both sides have made their case against each other. So call a truce and both agree that they're all guilty and neither will run for president. <laughs> And please, can they all get back to fixing the nation's problem and stop bleeding of the national treasure? No. It ain't going to happen. He says here, he says, I tend to operate A to B as a concrete sequential. So I'm trying to follow simply logic. Voting system breaches is what? How do you define it? A hack? 
if you won a particular Georgia county in an election, why would you need to breach their system? What direct evidence do texts or emails present? Perhaps the problem lies with Georgia's system's lack of transparency for the purposes of monitor, monitoring its integrity. Yeah, I'd say that's about right. By the way, um, I don't know where the cooling centers are today. It's supposed to reach about 105. Um, actually, there is a story uh, on the Statesman Journal, and there are supposed to be... There's the Salem Croc Center, Arches Day Center, Union Gospel Mission, Inside Out Refuge, Recovery Outreach Community Center, Sandium Outreach Community Center in Mill City, Polk County ROCC, Recovery Outreach Community Center in Dallas, Salem Public Library, and Center 50 Plus are all available during business hours if you know somebody that needs a place to cool off. So I, I just wanna ask you, first of all, be aware of where these places are. And I'll put this story in the Statesman Journal up on the show plan today so that you can find those addresses. Again, Salem Croc Center, Arches Day Center, Union Gospel Mission, Inside Out Refuge, Recovery Outreach Community Center in Salem, Sandy M Community, Center in Mill City and Polk County ROCC in Dallas. If you know somebody whose heating or cooling system has failed on them, why don't you, first of all, make sure they're okay. And why don't you encourage them to call Freedom Heating and Air to come out today and get their system running again. It's one of the powerful things. And if there's ever an emergency, it would be now. For somebody in your world, maybe a neighbor, maybe a family member, for whatever reasons, doesn't have the ability to have cool air. They're going to need it today. So call Freedom Heating and Air, 503-580-1456. 580-1456, freedomheatingandair.net. That's freedomheatingandair.net. Let's pray, play, uh, Amanda, just quickly, a little bit of the Oliver Anthony song. Richmond, north of, let's see, okay. Go ahead and go. Richmond, it's a damn shame what the world's gotten to for people like me, people like you. Wish I could just wake up and it not be true, but it is. Look out for miners and 
Not just miners on an island somewhere. Lord, okay, we got folks, folks in the, the street. song that just exploded all across the world from Oliver Anthony, who's this Virginia factory worker who lives off the grid in the woods, former recovering alcohol and drug addict. Now, these lyrics pertain to Oregon. And I'll tell you what, when we come back from the bottom of the hour break, I'll tell you how. Because again, this is something you can have a conversation about. Along with other things that are happening here in the state. Plus, question I ask, is there any evidence that a laser from space started the Maui wildfires and there's fire going on here in Oregon that they ordered the evacuation of? We'll talk all about that when we come back. Don't go away. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We're back. Great to have you with us, friends. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails. To Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. In two days, Mike Lindell's election summit happens. This is a big deal. Now, he is revealing this plan that he's been pumping up out there, folks. He says, we'll help secure our elections if everybody watches. Now, he's not revealing what that plan is until Thursday this week. So on day one is the 16th. He opens up. You know, I went to this event last year and I'd love to go this year, but there's just no way that I can, given where I'm at on the farm and building this home. Rudy Giuliani starts at 1030 in person. Ken Paxton, Mike Lindell, Clint Curtis, who's the guy who first developed the software that steals and changes votes and doesn't leave a trace. Justice Gableman, that former Wisconsin Supreme Court justice who did the report saying they ought to decertify their election because of the fraud in 2020 in Wisconsin. Tina Peters, you know her because she's the Mesa County, Colorado clerk that backed up her system by imaging it before they came in and wiped it out. She's being prosecuted now. She backed up the system, and that's how we know, this is the Mesa 3 report, this is how we know the system has algorithms in it that literally violate federal law. Kevin Cry, Marilyn Todd, Sharona Bishop, Laura Loomer, Cause of America. And then there are others. Now on day two, Patrick Colbeck, Dr. Doug Frank, our friend, Jeff O'Donnell, who's the computer software guru, Professor David Clements, 
law professor who's gone around the country, still is going around the country, was in Salem not long ago. I hosted a meeting at the River Church. Again, exposing these systems. Kurt Olson, who's a former Navy SEAL lawyer who is a former Navy SEAL and he's a lawyer who's been working as part of diligently with Mike Lindell's legal team to support all these lawsuits that are out there. The plan is going to be um, released at one o'clock on Thursday. Now that's one o'clock their time. You can watch this entire election summit and we'll have a report about that, an extensive report by Anna Munson and Janice Dysinger at the next Political Coffee Clatch, which will be this upcoming Tuesday, a week from tomorrow, at the Honky Tonk. What that plan is, what it means. So we're going to have to be a little bit flexible when it comes to this whole idea that I put out there, folks, about holding a class on doing what, on, on how you can become a budget detective, how you can look at the city of Salem's budget especially in these various areas where they're saying they don't have enough money to see if they've done some of that creative accounting, you know, moving money around to make it look worse than it is. All of this is going to be at the next political coffee clutch. Speaking of Mike Lindell, we are just proud to offer you the opportunity to support everything that he's doing, including the election summit. So if you want to sign up to watch the election summit, go to lindellevent.com. You can sign up for it. It's free, folks. Spread that out there into your networks. I'm signed up for it. It just takes a matter of minutes. And I'm telling you, it's going to be powerful. Now, because I'm going to be out working in the fields and, and I can listen to it on my phone. And you can too. Lindell TV will be carrying it. And that's an app you can put on your phone. I have it on my phone. I, I watch Lindell TV programs all the time on my phone or listen to them. So you can do that. Go to lindellevent.com. Now, Steve Bannon, who I, I truly encourage all of you to listen to his show right after we're off the air. The War Room. You can find it on Real America's Voice. It is also on Lindell TV. Real America's Voice is one of these new networks that is out there. And it is powerful. Because this show, his show, War Room, is... I have never listened to a show that has been more informative and more passionately both conservative in America, America-centered, America first, MAGA. The depth of information that you learn by listening, the, the whole wide range of information from the Ukraine scam, there's a story about that in the Gateway Pundit, about, about how... They literally use Ukraine, and the headline of this, how do you launder loads of money? 
you launder it through what's happening in the Ukraine. Folks, this is stuff you wouldn't know anywhere else. The Sam Bankman free, the FTX scandal, you wouldn't know it anywhere else. There's just a whole bunch of things that are happening in our world that are relevant to what's happening to us today, including this song. And I want to quickly get into that, but I want to thank my pillow. They're one of our advertisers, friends. I have to tell you that uh, I have been used sleeping on a my pillow for at least twelve years, maybe longer. We bought a we bought a couple of my pillows years ago when I, we watched an infomercial. Mike had an infomercial on TV. I don't know where we saw it how we got there, but we watched it. And I tell you, it made a lot of sense. We bought the pillows, loved them, and I've been sleeping on it ever since. Had the same pillow. They have so many more products now, and I have to tell you, I got to tell you about their Giza Dream sheets. Last night, I put them on my bed for the first time. Talk about luxurious, and not only talk about, they feel wonderful. And they look great. They come packaged in a great little bag. It's the kind of thing you could buy as a gift to give to someone else. So I want you to think about partnering with us and this radio station, Political Coffee Show, specifically. Because when you buy products from MyPillow, if you use our discount code and you get your discount, they give a little bit of that to this show and to this radio station that keeps us on the air, folks. So that you can continue to be aware of things, you can change your world, you can fight, you can have those persuadable conversations with persuadable people. So go to MyPillow.com. Anything you buy there, use the discount code PC23. Those are the initials of this show, Political Coffee, PC23, being that it's 2023, PC23. Or you can just call their 800 number and buy these products online. 800-725-5298. That is a specific number for this radio show, and we'll get credit for that. 800-725-5298. 800-725-5298. Go to MyPillow.com. Look at all their great 200-plus products. And believe me, I'll talk about lots of more of their products. But I tell you, these Giza Dream Sheets are wonderful. All right. How does this viral song pertain to Oregon? Well, the lyrics. One of the lines for the song is this. Lord, we got folks in the street, ain't got nothing to eat, and the obese milking welfare. Well, God, if you're five foot three and you're 300 pounds, taxes ought not pay for your bags of fudge rounds. The Oregon Catalyst story about this says this. In Oregon, people can use food stamps to purchase all the junk food and all the fat food and all the lavish food in the grocery store, chips, pork rinds, ice cream, lobster, steak, steak, candy, Oreos. Oregon has extended food stamps longer than most states, so it allows people to abuse the system longer. During the pandemic, they write, the monthly food stamp allotment was increased. Our office, this is Oregon Catalyst, got a call from somebody who saw their neighbor throw end-of-month welfare parties for her friends. 
the single woman simply could not spend the $600 a month or so in free food items she was awarded. So she wasted the remaining amount every month with party food. Food party during the pandemic. And your tax dollars funded a study that claimed Lucky Charms is as healthy as wheat bread and steak. And there's more. We'll get to it on the other side. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Ten minutes till the top of the hour. Yes, 503-589-1220 is that Power Buke GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. Like the one I got from Dale. In regards to the Hawaii fire, the devastation on Maui, the city of Lahaina, folks, it's just heartbreaking. Well over, no doubt, 100 people dead couldn't escape the fire fast enough because of the hurricane winds. Again, there are people out there speculating that this was a directed energy weapon from space, a Chinese laser. Now, why China? Because the Chinese are bragging about how, as I shared with you, how they've developed this system that a laser fires continuously. Now, the question is, can you do it from space? Satellites, that would a space weapon would have to be carried abroad and operate, in essence, as a satellite. It would have, unless it's nuclear powered, have a finite amount of energy. And to shoot a laser from space would require a huge amount of energy. Is this even possible? Well, Timothy sent a star a story about it, and there's a meme going around that it was started by this kind of a directed energy weapon. Well, Dale writes this. In regards to the Hawaii fire, it might have been started by the U.S. and big business. Big business has been trying to buy up the land from the locals, and they won't sell because they want to build high-rises and expensive condos. And they use the hurricane as a cover to get it done. Just a theory. Well, it's interesting because there are other people out there that are talking about that same theory. Now, in Oregon, we had the Bedrock Fire outside in Lane County blow up last night because of the high winds. We're going to have high winds today with 105 degree temperatures. About, I don't know, I think it was probably... Almost 11 o'clock last night, my phone goes off with an, an alert. And it was a mandatory level three go evacuation, mandatory evacuation order that came out over all the phones. If you were in, and it listed the areas up at Blue River, if, for those of you who know the McKinsey River Highway that leaves Eugene Springfield and goes over to um, Central Oregon. There's a mandatory go order up there in that in that neighborhood. And, you know, given that that was so devastated up that area, the McKinsey River Highways, you know, is also for us, the Sandy M. Canyon, same thing two years ago. 
They're going to have to do a lot of rebuilding. They're still trying to rebuild up the canyon. They're still trying to rebuild up in the McKinsey River Highway. We got the level three activation. Now, Righteous Renovations is a contractor that can do this kind of work. They also do kitchen, bathroom remodeling. They do additions. And Eric Azer is, is the guy behind Righteous Renovations. Check out his website, RighteousRenovations.com. Somebody you can absolutely trust coming to your home and do this kind of work. To be honest with you, to be upfront, to get it done. Check it out, RighteousRenovations.com, RighteousRenovations.com. The Oliver Anthony song, it's a protest song, folks. Being smeared by Rolling Stone and others. But it's just right on the money with what's happening across America and in Oregon. Listen to this. In addition to the food stamp fraud and the things that he says in there, he says, your dollar, it's taxed to no end because of rich men north of Richmond. Or again, we can relate in Oregon. Why? Because CNBC had a story that Oregon is rated as having the highest taxes on the middle class, folks. Higher taxes rob us of our freedom. Another line from the, the song. Lord knows they all just want to have total control. Want to know what you think. Want to know what you do. And they don't think you know, but I know that you do. And this story they talk about, there's no end to local or actually total control of the politicians. Which is why all of these counties in Eastern Oregon, at least in part, are voting to leave the state of Oregon by referendum. They want to be joined to Idaho. They don't have any control. They feel that they don't have any control over their property, their school districts, the level of taxation in their own future. Then they talk about the COVID emergency, Kate Brown's decisions, hiding from the media. We lack school choice laws. So you can't choose to put your kid in the school they want. The artificial 3% cap on public charter schools was well exceeded. Rural Oregonians have to beg for permission to build a private hospital because of our system. But the big hospitals say, no, no, we, we don't think you need the certificate of need. And then, of course, Oregon politicians banning things like, you know, natural gas, straw, spark, or self-service until a few days ago. Gas. Another line from the song, I wish politicians would look out for miners and not just miners on an island somewhere. And they spell miners differently. Biden just banned a million acres worth of land from mining in the West without a vote of the elected legislatures of the states impacted. And of course, one of those mining projects, wait for it, just blocked by Biden, forces us to currently buy products from guess who? Russia. So we lose American mining jobs to pay for Russian mining jobs and then ships it to us at a higher cost. It's insanity, folks. And then the island references to Jeffrey Epstein. In 2008, a man pleaded guilty to raping a 14-year-old girl and possibly a dozen more and was only given 13 months 
in prison for child rape. Upon his release, he was arrested again for human tracking. And then he goes on to talk about teachers who abuse students. You can go on and on and on. And their final thought is this. We appreciate how the song brings out what many taxpayers are feeling. We hope we can learn and grow from it. We also fear what sudden success, what politics, what cancel culture, and what the music industry may do to this rising star talent. And this is part of this Breitbart story about this song and how it's impacting culture. And they're right. It is. But it's more than just railing against high taxes. It's about where America is headed, folks. And there's a Federalist story about it also that is perhaps the most powerful. It's a glimpse into the lives of Americans that feel left behind. And it longs for a different America. For we, we in the middle class, are once again prosperous, healthy, happy. And we feel like we have some control over our lives. That's what this protest song does. Here's what I'm going to encourage you to do. Share it with other people out there. Because we can identify with it. In America, in Oregon, we can identify with it, folks. Share it around. Make sure people know about it. It's a snapshot in time as to where America, the middle class, feels right now. Where we are mentally and in our culture. Stay cool today. Look at the show, the show plan, where you can see the cooling centers around the Salem area and other places. Be blessed. Talk to you tomorrow.